Gina, start the countdown. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 Terminator activated. We welcome you to the Romantic Truth Podcast. The content of this podcast is intended for an adult audience due to the nature of sensitive subject matter and topics. Share the experience of Romantic Truth with friends on Google, CastBox, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Radio Public, Breakers, Apple, or any other podcast platform. Just type in Romantic Truth in the search and subscribe. Now, here is the host of Romantic Truth, Jowson. Hey everyone, Jocelyn with you here, Romantic Truth, Las Vegas. We're going to talk about friend zoning today. That's right. Now, most people would think women are the masters of friend zoning. Well, according to one dating coach and counselor, 60% of her clients are women who friend zone. 40% are men. Yes, ladies, men do friend zone as well. They don't do it as frequently. The reason being, you have a lot of gamma males out there who don't really know how to do such a thing. Now, here is the thing. When it comes down to women in general, remember the three aspects that they have to definitely address. A man is trying to appeal to a woman. He has to stimulate her cerebrally, engage her emotionally, And then she has to envision herself being intimate with him. Now, here's the thing. A woman values sex more than a man. We look at it as a compartmental function. In other words, we can have sex with a woman and still be her friend. Women don't realize that. They think that we have some sort of emotional attachment to them when we understand that the only thing we're supposed to do is have sex. Friends with Benefits is a prime example of this. A lot of women are under the impression that we think like them when it comes down to the emotional trust, the bonding, and all of these other accoutrements that go along with it. That it's this long process that we have to go through. Now, there are some men who have feminine qualities And this is not to berate them or or demean them in any way. And they're actually looking for a relationship. They're looking for love. And sex is a bond that means something to them. However, there are other women out there who will put a guy in a friend zone because, again, he didn't make the cerebral connection. And even if he did, he didn't make the emotional connection. He failed at one of those three junctures that will actually stimulate her. And therefore, she doesn't envision herself with him. She can't see herself with him. Therefore, he's in the friend zone. As I've told you before, women are notorious for putting guys they know in the friend zone. A lot of it has to do with the fact that she wants to start out on a clean slate with a guy who doesn't know her history or know about her. A friend knows too much about her. That's the reason why they are so reluctant when it comes down to having sex with them, being with them, having a relationship with them. As men, we're treated differently by society. We have to live opportunistically because that's the way society treats us. 
See, a woman is more structured in the way she's treated in society. She has a process she can go to where she can choose the guy she wants, takes time with him, decides who would be the best suitable partner for her. And usually she's starting out fresh with a new guy because she has that luxury. She has that option. Now, those of us who have been friends with women who don't want to go and be with us per se, we understand this concept. We know you too well. You want to be a surprise to the guy that you're with. You're too familiar with us. Even though the guy who's in the friend zone, who is your friend, is actually the best and most suitable person for you because they already know what your idiosyncrasies quirks are. They've heard you fart. They've heard you burp. But you're like, well, it'll be too embarrassing. It'll ruin the friendship. Fellas, when you hear the word, it will ruin the friendship, those terms, that's bullshit. It's not going to ruin the friendship. The friendship's going to be as it is and as it's been. She's saying that to qualify the reason why she doesn't want to sleep with you. Just accept it. That's what it is. There's nothing more to qualify her. Because the bottom line is, if she was attracted to you, she would have slept with you. She would have dated you. The reason why she hasn't done that is because you don't ring her bells in that way. You won't ring her bells until you're that Delta male later on in life. That guy that she comes back to after she didn't fucked off chasing alpha males and so forth. If she can't land one, she's going to start looking for stability. She's going to start looking for familiarity. She's going to be tired of venturing out and getting burned by these guys. Now, I'm not saying for you to hold that pattern of staying in the friend zone in the hopes of sleeping with her one day. Get over it. Treat her just as casually as she's treating you. But hold her to her words. If she said you're in the friend zone, don't come back five or six years later talking about starting up a relationship. Nope. You knew me too well back then. You still know my ass well. We're not doing it. And mean it. The majority of guys that are going to get with these women who are in the friend zone are women who usually put the guy in the friend zone first. And after they fucked up in their pursuits, now they want to come back and they want more in the friendship because then they have someone they can trust. But see, a lot of them have to learn that lesson because they're pursuing the things they want, not necessarily what they need. Now, here's the thing with guys. Ladies, we can be your friend, screw the hell out of you, and the next day, shake hands and act like nothing happened. That's the way we are. We compartmentalize that way. Because the one thing that we don't have to do If you tell us not to get involved with you emotionally, we won't. There's no need to. Because the only thing it would lead to is hurt. We ain't got no time for that. We're used to being treated by society as expendables anyway. So the way we look at it, and the reason why we're so dismissive when it comes to sex like that, is because of the fact that society's treated us like that. So that's what we expect. Nothing short of it. Now, the problem with some of you ladies is this. You may like your friend, 
You may like all the characteristics, but physically he's not what you want. And you know if you give him some ass, there's a good possibility you may fall in love with him. And you don't want that to happen. You want to keep it where you can still go for what you want. Now, sometimes you get what you want. Sometimes you don't. And a lot of you Delta males are just sitting around waiting. And you know when she's coming by. I used to run across many of those women back in the day. They'd tell you, oh yeah, I dated this person. I did this. I went out and we did that. We did this. We did that. And now you wind up in this bar talking to me. Yeah, but well, but see, that's after the party's over with and after they've gotten what they wanted. Oh, I seen women back when they were in their 20s, they were the shit. They were dissing guys left and right, putting people in the friend zone like it was nothing, just like it was a refrigerator. When they got into their late 30s, early 40s, and they found that the dudes that they were with, oh, they were a good flash and grab, but they didn't have the stability. He's 40 cheating with 20-something-year-old women. And she's trying to compete. And now she's throwing up her hands looking for stability in the relationship. So she comes off of that high horse of pursuing that guy that was supposed to be so gregarious and charismatic. And she wants somebody that's a little bit more simpler to deal with. I will tell you, fellas, because you've written in about this shit. Women coming back from high school that you dated years ago. And now they have a kid. They dated the the football jock or whatever. They had a kid with them, got married to him. You've written about this stuff. And now you're debating whether or not you need her in your life. Now, here's the thing, and it depends on how low your self-esteem is. If you're a gamma male, you're going to take it no matter what because that's a step up for you even though it would be the equivalent of, and I hate to say this, fellas, but it would be the equivalent of you winning a Super Bowl ring in 1990 when it's 2022. You got what I'm saying? It's a data reward. Now, I know a lot of you probably take issue with what I said, but here's the thing that you have to keep in mind. I'm going to post this uh, article on facebook.com backslash romantic truth. You can read it for yourself. And it talks about some of these dynamics. And it's true because this is some of the things that I used to see out there when I was on the dating scene for those 30 plus years. I saw it in cycles, in waves. It was the same old shit over and over. Oh, she coming there at 22 or 23. Hot as I don't know what. These guys are all over tongues hanging out tripping over each other. And she put these guys in the friend zone, put them in that refrigerator. And the guys would still try to see if they had a shot. A lot of gamma males would still be in there trying to see if they had a shot. Beta males would pick up the crumbs from the alphas that got with these women. They'd get with them after they'd had a baby. 
they'd get with them after they had broken up from the relationship. And the gammas and the betas would fight over these women and argue over them. And it's like the alpha had the best meal. You guys are getting leftovers. Now, why do men put women in the friend zone? Various reasons. She may not be physically who he wants. Usually, men that put women in the friend zone, I hate to say it, but they have some mental issues. Most often than not. They have emotional issues. They're usually traumatized in some kind of way. Not always. And this is the reason why some of these guys are reluctant to have sex with them. Because they know if they have sex with them, that she's going to want more of a relationship, not the sex. She'll take the sex, but she wants that relationship. She wants that bond. And he doesn't see him bonding with her. And the problem for most guys... They will screw this woman and the pussy will get good to them and before you know it, they're all up in it 24-7. The problem for them though is by doing this, what starts to happen? It starts to become normalized. Before you know it, he's sliding into a relationship, she's pregnant and now he's dealing with all kind of crazy. Emotional mood swings, everything else. Now, there are other ones that are the friend that are kind of like a plain Jane. Because you have some guys that are looking for alpha females. They're looking for that queen. They're looking for that woman out there that's really going to make them shine. Make the other guys jealous. That trophy girl. And he may have this plain Jane that is really into him and she's really a good woman but he's not giving her a chance and the reason why he's not giving her a chance as far as a relationship is because of the fact that he knows that if he gets with her she's going to put her best foot forward to try to keep him now this is going to be the woman that will do anything for him in order to keep him She's going to be totally uninhibited to keep him. But what is he going to do more than likely? He's going to go for the woman that's going to have all of these damn hoops and ladders he has to go through in order to get with her. And she's going to have things she would and wouldn't do. Now, it's not that men like that shit. It's that he's willing to do it for the recognition of the woman that he's going to be with. It has a lot to do with his ego has a lot to do with bragging rights. Alpha males live off of their ego. They live off of narcissism. So this is going to make them shine. This is like them getting a heavyweight belt. And that one woman that's admiring her in the fan club, she could be a Delta female. And she's going to sit there and just wait. And she may date some other guys, but if he comes available, she's going to be right there. But she's going to keep that friendship no matter what. She'll break up with a boyfriend to keep that friendship. Because she's loyal. And here's the thing. 
she's the type of woman, fellas, that will tell you, I don't know why you're dating her because of this or that. And she'll be able to tell you the scoop on any woman you think about dating. She had that perception. But the reason why she's doing that is not to cut the woman down and make herself feel better. She's doing that because she's trying to guide you to, hey, you get with me, you won't have those problems. But she's telling you that in an indirect way. It's not that she's desperate. It's just that she can see the best fit for you that you can't. Women read other women. That's what they do. Monica used to always tell me, we'd be out somewhere and she'd say, you know that lady's looking at you. I'm like, you're paranoid. Sure shit, I'd look over there, won't be looking dead at me. She said, but uh, she's not your type. And I'm like, okay. She said, let me tell you what your type is. And she told me, she sat there, folded arms and told see, your type is like me. I have wide birthing hips. I have very big breasts. I have dark areolas. And I can tan during the summer. And she said, now look at her. Lady was kind of thin. And she said, that's what I'm talking about. She said, that woman would not be good enough for you. She said, you'll be with her, but you wouldn't stay with her. Monica knew me like the back of her hand. And that was scary. And when she would see a woman that was very attractive, and she knew that was, she said, honey, look at her. Look at her. And I'm like, no, I'm not looking. Because I always thought that, hey, she was setting me up. And she'd take my head and turn it. She said, now I want you to burn that image of her in your mind when we were, we're together tonight. And I'm like, well, I don't need to burn that image. But this was her way of saying, hey, I'm not threatened by that. And it worked to her advantage. But here's the thing that I would tell you, ladies, more so than anything. We put certain women in the friend zone deliberately. Now, another thing, you ladies that are out there that got to prove how smart you are and prove how much uh, you're domineering as a woman and you're wondering why you can't get the guy you want and he's put you in the friend zone and you're pissed off about it, he's doing that to lure you in. Because what he's going to do more than likely is break you down like a fraction. And the reason why he's going to do that is to get that ego out of you. He's going to try to tone that down a bit. You miss badass, you miss boss bitch, you all of that shit. He's going to try to tame that. Some guys will. A lot of guys just not going to mess with y'all together. We're going to talk more in just a moment. Now, when we think about the friend zone for women, we usually think that these women are going to be fat, unattractive, 
anything negative you could possibly think of. Not always the case. Usually the women that wind up in the friend zone are very attractive women. But here's the thing. I used to do this back in the day. A very attractive woman would try to talk to me. The first thing I would do is say, we could be friends. Because what I wanted to see was how much is she led by her narcissism and her ego. And if I saw that she had that in check, oh yeah, we'd slow it down and we'd really have a friendship and then go on a date. But if she was one of these people that was always sighing and saying, well, you know, I could have other men. Go right ahead. And the reason why is because just because they wanted something didn't necessarily mean that they got it. I wasn't playing a game of being thirsty and all that bullshit. But what it came down to was I wasn't going to deal with somebody that was always trying to just throw that in your face like they're doing your favor because they like you. They're doing you a favor by bringing you into their fold. Wasn't that kind of party. Now, another thing too, men will also put women in the friend zone. And let me tell you something, ladies, when they kiss you on the forehead like they did Neil Long and the best man, and they call you sis, niece, or if you're an older lady, they call you auntie. They're not interested in fucking you. They would never get intimate. You literally would have to, well, that wouldn't even work. You just, you you have no function for him at that point. You know, like ladies, there are some guys that you absolutely have on a do not fuck list, do not date list. Uh, he's in the friend zone permanently and you're never going to be with him. Well, we do the same thing with women. And one thing that we judge you also by is who you screwed that we know that you screwed. We will never tell you this. You know, some ladies will say, well, you know, baby daddy was nothing but a thug or drug dealer. More than likely, he ain't gonna take that risk with you. Now you got some guys that'll screw anything that moves. But then again, they're taking a big risk. But here's the thing. When you're charismatic, when you have a personality, you will attract women. The ugliest guy in the world can attract a woman if he has a good personality and a sense of humor. Even though he may be put on the sideline as entertainment, believe it or not, he can giggle her until he fucks her. That's the way it works. There's some women out there who want to be entertained, but they want to also have a man they can brag about. And fellas, you need to look out for that. The problem with that is she may oversell you to people. Sometimes women are good for that, especially if they're in competition with their girlfriends. So watch that. Before you know it, she done told lies on you about how great you are and talking about you had conquered countries and shit. I'd be like, no, where, where did that come from? But they're trying to show their girlfriends up. So be careful on that. Now, 
another thing too with this friend zone situation fellas if you're talking to a lady and she tells you you know that she likes you etc etc and you're trying to you know carry a conversation on with her and she has that little uh, friend of hers that's playing clitorference make sure you put her ass in the friend zone quickly Just tell her straight, hey, yeah, you know, we can be friends. Now, while you're doing that, it's so that you can neutralize her interest. Because, see, she probably sat there with old girl and probably gave the commentary on why she should be with you. And she was doing that for her own benefit. Because she don't expect old girl to be with you long. Because she's planning on moving in. So you can flatten her out right quick by telling her that She's a friend. Now, a question that some women will ask you. Monica asked me this shit one time. It caught me off guard. If you were on a desert island and all of my female friends were there, which one would you go for? I tried my best not to answer that question. And of course, she's holding my face, looking in my eyes, and she says, oh, you're going to give me an answer. I was like, damn. And I said, huh? She said, what? I said, huh? She said, that's not an answer. Give me an answer. She said, who would it be? Would it be Gabrielle? Would it be Diane? Would it be Gina? Would it be Gloria? Who would it be? I fucked around and said all of them. <laughs> well, it slipped. The truth came out. And so she looked at me and folded her arms. She said, so if you were on a desert island, you'd screw all my friends. I said, you got some fine-ass friends. I said, now, you shouldn't ask that fucked-up question, but I wasn't going to lie to you. And she said, well, I appreciate your honesty. And, of course, I thought that was the end of it. No. When she threw her party, she got all the women around, all her girlfriends around, and she says, I asked him if he was marooned on the desert island with all of you and I wasn't there, which one of you would he want to be with? And he said, all of you. There were some interesting responses after that. There were a couple of people that did that obligatory, and there were a lot of them that said, Really? So be careful of those trick questions because they'll spring them on your ass. Now, another thing too. When it comes down to you putting a woman in the friend zone, first of all, she's going to try to avoid that. If she's into you more than you're into her, that's going to be the first clue. Take for instance, she doesn't have the build, the frame, personality. She may not have the emotional stability. You got to make sure that she's in a certain strata of the friend zone. You wonder where she would be like the least desirable if she's falling on that fringe of the friend zone. And the reason why you want to do that is because that's somebody that you'd literally have to break the glass in order to get the fire axe to have sex with her. 
It's just like women do with what I call the three o'clock guy. Three o'clock guy is the guy that's trying too hard to be with her. He's the gamma male trying so hard to be with her and she's just not feeling him. So she makes him her errand boy. She has him to do all kinds of things just to keep him occupied. And just the essence of her possibly sleeping with him keeps him motivated and keep him jumping through hoops. But she has no intentions of sleeping with him. Times would have to be really bad. Now, what will probably happen with a guy like this? Because Delta males sometimes fall into this category. Some gammas do turn into Deltas. Deltas are more financially secure, not rich, but stable and dependable and reliable. Now, if she gets hurt by somebody like an alpha that she goes for, and she's really feeling down on herself, she might fuck around and sleep with him one time, but it'll be like a one time only. What she will either do is sleep with him one time, but usually if they do that, they're either moving or they're going to do something else where they won't be in proximity of that person again. It's not going to be a situation where it's going to be an ongoing thing. Hell, she might give him a kudos for being a friend and she's getting ready to get married uh, honeymoon night. I mean, not honeymoon night, but during the bachelorette party, she may give him some pussy then. Knowing good and well she'll be in the safety of marriage after she's done that, and therefore he won't be able to get seconds or thirds. The other thing is, she may not want to sleep with him at all. And instead, if he comes down to be the only game in town left for her because her heart's been broken, self-esteem is low, then she'll get with him. And fellas, don't get fooled, no matter how attractive she is. A woman with low self-esteem, it doesn't equate to her beauty at all. So women would like for you to think that the lady with low self-esteem is going to be fat, ugly, out of shape. No. A lot of them are fine as hell but they have the facade of being confident when they're not. So you got to be able to see through that. And some of them is very transparent. You can see through it. Guys always get the upper hand when they give them the backhanded compliment. Yeah, you look good in that dress, as I said before. You look good in that dress if it was two sizes smaller. And once she responds, he realizes, gotta. The only thing I gotta do is reel her in. That's the way it works. Because she's offended because she's used to having compliments from men about how gorgeous and beautiful she is, not criticism. And she may find herself very thin-skinned when it comes to that. And that's what these guys go for in order to get her in there with the backhanded compliment. Now, another thing too, When it comes down to you choosing these women to put into the friend zone, some of them may need some repair, meaning that they may be somebody that you'd like to have in your life because they have a good personality, they're funny, but they're not polished enough. They're not groomed enough. Now, we're not doing projects. We're not doing rehabilitation. If you screw one of these women in the friend zone, you have to understand clearly that they may get more emotionally involved with you than you are in them. 
you need to state this and have this underscored. Because now, there are some women who want you so bad, they don't care. They'll be in your presence. They'll be with you. As long as they're getting some dick and some loving, and not necessarily commitment, they'll be content. This is your friends with benefits when it's favoring you. See, when it's favoring the woman, she's the one that's going to tell you about the friends with benefits situation. But she only wants you for resident dick until she finds her next guy that she can go for. Now, it's not uncommon for women who are in relationships with friends with benefits to actually screw one of their friends. But now here's the thing. They're going to give him all the rules up front about don't get emotionally attached. Uh, don't ask me where I am when I'm not around, etc., etc. It's going to be a whole bunch of rules. But see, they do that for their own comfort and benefit. As men, we already know. We can compartmentalize sex. All right, when my dick gets off, I'm out of you and I'm done. And of course, that'd be too abrupt and too brash for them. On the other hand, there are some women who are like, cool, let's do this. Let's get this done. Let's get it out of the way. So it varies, but usually you'll find women that are more conservative. And when it comes down to sleeping with a guy, yeah, they got to they got to hit all three of those cylinders I talked about, cerebral, emotional and intimate. Before they can even think about being with you, because, see, the way most women look at it, for the most part, they're not just want to give themselves to anybody. They want to do it, and they want to do it in a narrative where they can see themselves going forward because they're vulnerable, and they want to share their vulnerability only with someone that's going to acknowledge it and respect it and love them. And so this is the reason why you find a lot of guys in the friend zone because once they've figured you out, once they have made the decision, yay or nay, within that 30 seconds of seeing you, you're done. And there are some women... Once they've made that decision, no matter how hard you try, the only thing you'll do is piss them off. Gamma males are notorious for this. The problem with a gamma male is he tries too hard for these women. That's why he gets nowhere, because he's trying to compete with the alphas and the betas. But he and the, the gamma and the beta usually wind up scrabbling over the scraps that the alpha left for them. That's the way that usually goes. Now, here's the thing. As a sigma, which I am, we don't give a damn. We don't care about hierarchy. We don't care how fine a woman is. That doesn't phase us. Because what we're looking for are the behavioral, the character. We're looking for all that shit, too. We're not just looking for somebody that's just got a nice exterior. Find it anywhere. But they got a fucked up personality? No. We won't take them seriously for a relationship. We'll probably have them as a fuck buddy, but that's it. If that. It depends on how much risk you want to take. But for the most part, it comes down to ladies. When you choose a man, You rarely choose a friend, someone that's 
your friend. And this is where most of you mess up on relationships. Establishing a friendship first and then a relationship will overlay it. By doing that, that helps you with your trust and the issues that you have with your insecurity. Instead, what you do a lot of times is want to go for the relationship, fuck the friendship. I, I like this guy, I'm going for him. And you don't have really a solid foundation to base that relationship on. You don't have that bonding and that trust. And so what happens, a lot of you ladies will go, go for the guy, screw the guy because you like him after you've been in a relationship with him a few months or whatever. And then after that, you realize, damn, he's empty. He just screwed me and left me. That's because you didn't do your homework. You start out as friends and then you work your way through. So many of you wind up screwing total strangers and wind up being left heartbroken. Put the cart before the horse. Somebody that's going to be in a relationship with you, you want them as a friend and then let that relationship overlay it so that that friendship establishes the respect between the two of you and the relationship establishes the emotional stability and intimacy for you. It lays on top. And then on top of that relationship would lay a family if you were to have a family. But the bond that's going to keep you together is that friendship. Now, what good is that friendship to you? You might be thinking, oh, that's just bullshit he's talking. That friendship is you and your man are together, you're in a relationship. And let's say you get a phone call from his job to tell you to go to the hospital. And he's broken his back in half. And he's going to be permanently in a wheelchair. So he's not going to be able to do the shit he used to be able to do with you in the bedroom and everything else. And now you guys have got to figure out ways in order to work that out. Well, you know what's getting ready to come up to the forefront? That friendship you established, that bond, that integrity, that accountability, that shit's going to be at the forefront. All the romance and all of the entertainment and the laughing and all that is by the wayside. The work. Now, if you're in a superficial relationship where you just started out and you guys fuck the friendship, we're just going to be in a relationship. He probably tell you, I ain't ready for this shit. I mean, I like him and all, but yeah, this shit right here is kind of deep. Hope you get your back fixed. Won't be with me, though. You have less of a vested interest in it is what I'm getting at. Is this always the case? No, it isn't, but I've seen it more often than not. Now, we're going to talk about a couple of other things in just a moment. All right, now, with this friend zone thing, there are some guys that will try to work their way out of the friend zone with ladies. Fellas, you're spinning your wheels. Just stay in the friend zone with her, get in a relationship with someone else. Here's the reason why she'll put you in the friend zone and kind of keep in touch with you. Hey, how's it going? Hey, you, it's been a while since we've 
uh, last connected. Why haven't you called me? That kind of thing. That's because what had happened, the bottom fell out of her world with whomever she was pursuing. And so now she's going looking for leftovers. The reason why she's looking for leftovers, she got burned by a total stranger and she's looking now for someone that she's more familiar with so she could feel a little bit more comfortable, a little bit faster. That's what that's about. So don't let that phase you. Some of you guys probably received text messages, voicemails, way after the fact. She ghosted you. She's not really interested in being your friend anymore. You know, let me tell you how simple some people are. I was on Hinge last year. No, year before last. There was this lady that comes on and she talked about how sexy she was and she had the glasses on. And what had happened was she was one of these women that still thinks she has it in her 50s. She's trying to still be 20, walking around, taking pictures in these dresses that really don't complement her body because they're made for someone that's younger. The side, you know, the split goes all the way up the side, showing her hips and everything. Well, we chatted a bit. And she said, hey, how you doing, handsome, et cetera, et cetera. And we started chatting. And she's like, oh, I live in Henderson, blah, blah, blah. So we had a phone call. We talked. And I could tell right off from the minute we started speaking that she was not really into getting into a relationship she was more into being told how beautiful and sexy and all that shit she was well I didn't even mention anything about her physical appearance because to me personally she was somebody that I wouldn't take out somewhere public now if it's a hotel room maybe but not in a public I just gotta be honest with you because of the way she was dressed because she kind of fit the part, so to speak. Now, here's the interesting thing. She tells me, well, I would go out to dinner with you, but I got this other date. He's a handsome guy. He's 6'7", and he's this, and he's that, and he's got muscles. Okay, fine. We go. I delete the conversation. Don't even think about it. Three days ago, I get this like and I get this message hi handsome how are you would love to get to know you would love to get a chance to meet you same woman had a few of the same janky ass pictures in there so I called her she picked up hey how you doing I love your friend I said you don't remember me do you she was like did I date you I said no remember you left me for the six foot whatever guy Oh, yeah, that, that, that was way back when. That didn't work at all. So how you doing now? What's going on? Blah, 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 blah. Totally dismissed that part of the situation. Well, she had moved over here to uh, Marigold, over here in Vegas. And she wasn't living as large as she was then. And she was like, well, maybe we ought to go to Denny's and have dinner. I said, no, that wouldn't be a good idea because after all, I don't want to interrupt a date that you may have coming up. Oh, well, that was just a one-time thing, blah, 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 blah. Oh, well, well, we could think about it. I said, let me think on it a little bit. I'll get back with you. 
So I haven't gotten back with her, but I've gotten about 10 messages from her already with suggestions, Mimi's, different other restaurants. Now, fellas, this is what I mean. She's coming back on a rebound. Now, I have no intentions of being with this woman. I'll be straight up with you. But here's the thing that I'm getting at. She actually thought it was okay. And as if my memory is so clouded. Now, here's the problem for me. A lot of people believe in giving second chances. I don't. Life doesn't give you one. When you die, you die. So the way I look at it is like this. What has changed? Her situation. What has changed with me? My situation has gotten better. Hers got worse, I guess. So why should I bother? Now, I know that sounds very simplistic, very mean, very rude. But here's the thing. Objectively, I don't see the benefit of me pursuing this lady. I'm not playing hard to get, not playing an asshole or anything like that. But here's the thing I look at. If you make a decision and you say no, stick by no. If you make a decision and say yes, stick by yes. But don't try to come and erase the no and try to make it a maybe or a yes. Very binary, isn't it? Black and white, up and down, left, right, on and off. Sometimes that's where we have to live our lives to a certain point. And we don't like that because it's too mean, it's too harsh, it's too rough. But guess what? Life doesn't treat us that way, does it? Many of us can think right now of decisions that we made that was a left, right, on, off, up, down decision, and we made the wrong one. Did we get any kind of redemption for that? No, we had to move on. See, that's the thing with us men. We have to be willing to be rejected, willing to be accepted, and willing to be told yes, willing to be told no. But not where it's going to be a maybe, where, oh, well, you know, things didn't work out for me, let me come back. No. You know, it was like a friend of mine when I went to court with him and his family one day. He was up for a charge. Stupid-ass charge. He wasn't even involved in the crime. We're sitting there in court, and what they told him was that he could take a plea bargain, which would have meant that he'd only have to go to jail for six months, which he had already served, so he had been out, and he'd been on probation for three years. That's all he had to do. Mother, attorney, public defender, everybody told him, take the plea deal. No, I want to go to trial. I want to have a trial. His dumb ass did, and he got five years. Then he wanted to 
take it back. He wanted to change everything. Judge said, no, you had your opportunity. Judge sat there and explained everything to him, even gave him the incentive to take the plea deal. He said, it might be a lot easier for you if you took the plea deal. No, he wanted to prove that he didn't have nothing to do with it. But he shouldn't have been around the guys that he was with who tried to pin it on him. And he wound up getting five years. Dumb. Dumb. Couldn't get out of his own way. And you have some people that do this. They will go and they will work against themselves and not realize it. Now, this woman hadn't done anything to me, so I don't have any beef with her. The only thing I have is just that she told me she was going on to somebody else. We don't have to see each other for the rest of our time on this planet. We really don't. I don't miss her. I don't need her. Now, when it comes down to a situation where you're dealing with a guy, ladies, that doesn't get it. You know where I'm going with this. He's kind of slow. Oh, don't fucking start laughing because some of you know that good and well you dealt with guys like this. And you've been trying to explain to him that it could never work between the two of you. That you guys can be friends. And you're doing that in a patronizing way in order to not hurt his feelings. Because you really think he's a sweet guy. He's a good guy. But he's not the right one. And folks, let me tell you, gamma males are usually falling into this category. They're the guys that get told you're too nice. And of course, the gamma male will try to do what? Try to be more hardcore, more like the alpha in order to try to get his respect. You don't need to do all that shit. Let it go. She said you're too nice. Go on. What you have to remember too, fellas, is this. When a woman tells you you're too nice, that's because more than likely she's used to being dogged out by a dude. Let her go through that. She's going to get tired of this shit eventually. The arguing, the fighting, the drama. Is it always the case? Absolutely not. But more often than not, that's what it is. Especially if she's never been around a decent functioning relationship and it's been dysfunctional the whole time. Now, a couple of other things here. As men, when we put a woman in the friend zone, we may actually just have her there for as a confidant. Someone that will give us an opinion on something. Someone that we could bounce things off of every once in a while. Someone that's an extra set of eyes and ears. Now, we'll still sleep with some of our friends, provided that they're appealing to. See, just because a woman has a vagina, ladies, let me explain something. Just because she has a vagina doesn't mean that every man wants it. 
Let's get that out there. There's some men that are selective about who they sleep with as well. The reason why I was so selective was because I looked at it because all of my friends pretty much were getting women pregnant and they were getting in some fucked up relationships. I've made sure that if I got a woman pregnant, oh, it's going to be somebody I get along with. It's going to be somebody that, yeah, we can pull things together. I wasn't going to be in one of those adversarial situations like I saw my friends in. I'm going to do it. Undead lied to me about how great things were. They'll do that in one breath about their kid. Next breath, when they're going out, man, that bitch wants child support. Well, there are two of you that made that baby, you know. So when you calling her a bitch, you're a bastard then, right? But, you know, here's another thing, too, about this friend zone thing. Some people perceive that as a permanent issue, a permanent thing, and it's not always. Women, of course, can change their mind. For you out of the friend zone, there may be something about you that they like. Now, here's the thing that I would tell you. Your three o'clock guy, when she puts you in the friend zone, or a six o'clock guy, there's a difference. Three o'clock guy, you're nothing more than just her little gopher. You're somebody that she likes, but she can't imagine herself being with you in a relationship or sleeping with you. But she likes your personality. She likes the fact that you're the good guy, the guy that's too nice that she couldn't see herself with. Then you got the six o'clock guy. That's the second guy that's in the friend zone. Now, who is he? He's the guy that has potential in a way, but he hasn't developed it. In essence, he's the guy that's the party guy. He's the one that's still trying to impress her. He's the one that's still trying to entertain her. He's the guy that's taking her out. He'll take out her girlfriends because he's trying to get close to her. And he's still trying to impress her. And this could be over a period of weeks, months, or years. He's trying to get next to her. That's his goal. Now she has the nine o'clock guy. The nine o'clock guy is the guy with the potential. He's not the one that has potential. He's the one with it. He's doing something that's going to be a catalyst of change, possibly in her life and his, which means that there's a good possibility he may wind up going to college and being something. He may be working on a job that's going to really put him forward, promotion or something like that. But there's something really big that's an incentive for her to be with him. Now, she's going to be more interested in the outcome of that guy. Now, if this guy wants anything from her, she'll probably provide it because she has he has her attention totally. Now, a lot of women get put in a friend zone when a guy is at the nine o'clock position. More often than you think, a guy will put her in a friend zone. Because he realizes, hell, I'm going to the NFL. Why the hell am I going to drag her ass with me? She's been complaining about me going to practice every day, complained about me telling me I should go and get a regular job at Walmart and I have the opportunity now to go pro. 
he's going to second guess it. Wind up with a dark horse more than like that woman that he'd never dated before, someone that's been around him, who's been seeing him go through all this, going through his struggles and everything, but never complained. And especially if he's like in law school or something like that, where they're study partners, there's a nexus between the two of them that the woman that's got him in that nine o'clock position can't get to. Then you have the 12 o'clock guy. The 12 o'clock guy is the guy that the woman doesn't expect shit out of. She go over, get some dick. She gets hugs. Sex is very compartmentalized. And she goes back home to her man or goes back home whenever. Now, he'll be a friends with benefits guy also, but here's the thing with that. He's never going to take her seriously. And she knows not to try to get into a relationship with him because he's not interested in her long term. Now, this 12 o'clock guy will wind up screwing her. She can get married. She could have boyfriends. She could have anything she wants. Whenever she has a rift in her relationship, she's going to go to the 12 o'clock guy to take a vacation from him. And this is how some women will wind up actually becoming codependent in their marriages by having this guy on the backside. He's not going to be pressuring her. He's not going to be asking her, hey, uh, you coming to my birthday party, whatever. He's not going to be, that. that is not going to even exist in their world. They see each other when they do. When they do, they do their thing. And that's it. And it's not going to be a thing where he's taking out the lavish dinners or anything like that. He ain't going to have to do shit hardly. And she's going to have more respect for him than she would the nice guy, the guy that was too nice to her. Because, see, in a way, he's still a challenge to her because she can't get him. She can't get him. And she loves the adventure. She loves the challenge. Now, is this for all women? No, it's not. Now, when it comes down to us men, ladies, if we classify you as a family relative, sister, niece, auntie, second mom, anything like that, we're not going to have sex with you. It's a foregone conclusion. You're done. That's all we'll see you as. Dick don't get hard around you. It ain't going to work. Now, some guys will, but most guys won't. The lady who's trying too hard, the gamma female, and the pick-me's. Pick-me, pick-me. We're going to be slow on you. And the reason why we're going to be slow on you is we want to see how high you can jump. What are you willing to do? We're going to keep you in our back pocket. Now, the difference with the uh, pick-me-girls that's cutting down the other women in order to be selected first, we already know that you want the attention. 
we're going to drag that out as long as we can to see how far we can go with you. Now, you're going to have the other friend, the one that's quiet and shy. More than likely, that's going to be the one that the guy's going to fuck the shit out of on a regular basis. She's going to be quiet. She's going to be confidential. Not quiet in a submissive way, but quiet in not spreading the business around. She's going to be that woman that's going to have more access to him than his own girlfriend does. She's going to have keys to his apartment, keys to his car. If he can't get to the bank to get money to pay his car insurance, he'll ask her to do it and she'll do it for him. And he'll reimburse her. And she's going to have more longevity than any other woman that he dates. Because of two things. Trust and integrity. Even if he can't trust the woman that he's dating, he can always trust her. That friend. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean they have to be sleeping together. But she'd be okay if it happened. She's not going to have any qualms about it. And she's not going to be one of these over-the-top, attractive women that are loud and boisterous. She's going to be rather subdued and quiet. She's like, I got a good thing going on. Why fuck it up? But these are some of the archetypes that you'll be dealing with when it comes down to this whole thing. With this friends with benefits deal. We're dealing with the friend zone. Now, we're going to talk about something else in just a moment. All right. Now, what if we have complications in this situation? Friend zone. Somebody catches feelings for the other. Women are always under the impression that the man will catch feelings for them. She put him in the friend zone. I did that to neutralize him because I'm not interested in him. And so the guy goes and says, okay. Now, Unfortunately for some women, they actually think that this guy is going to have those feelings for an extended period of time. Some do. Most don't. I'll tell you about the time when my friend invited me over. She put me in the friend zone, cut me down right off the bat. Then had me come over to her apartment. Told me I'd come upstairs to her bedroom. I was upstairs. A girl had taken her clothes off and went to the shower. Came out of the shower dripping naked, drying her hair, wondering why am I looking at her? And I had to remind her. She said, but we're friends. I said, no, I want to fuck you. I've been wanting to fuck you when I first met you. That hadn't changed. You don't want to call me a friend. And she comes over 
Oh, I'm sorry, and putting her arms around my neck and sitting on my lap. Oh, yeah, we got busy. But here's the thing. A lot of you ladies cross that line. Whenever you are a friend and you don't want to be with that guy, he's not your girlfriend. You walk around naked in front of him. If he had intentions of sleeping with you, they don't change. Just because you magically use the friend zone word don't mean a damn thing. Which means that you got to create that distance. Now, some of you ladies put guys in the friend zone to use them. Take for instance, a guy may be a mechanic. And you're going to put that magical charm of him possibly sleeping with you as the magic potion to always have a mechanic in your back pocket. Now, guys do this with women as well. Especially back in the day, women at the DMV. Oh, yeah. Guys just do that all the time. Especially when they didn't want to deal with the registration problem on their cars. But here's the thing. You got to understand when you get to a point that you're going to classify somebody and categorize them as a friend based on what they can do for you in that capacity, expect to open your wallet to pay for it. Don't try to pay with the vagina. Just tell him. Because it's going to complicate matters if you do. You send mixed messages. I'll never forget, we were out at Confetti's down in Orange one time. This was years ago. And this lady was giving this guy her number on a napkin. And so she had a little address book out that time. You know, they didn't have the cell phones. So she had a little address book and she asked him his name. She wrote his name in the address book. Then she put a dash beside it. And then she asked him, so what do you do? And he says, I'm a mechanic. She wrote down mechanic by his name and then wrote his phone number in. Now, it was funny because after she did that, he thought he had done something. And I was telling my buddy, I said, John, you saw what just happened, right? And he was like, yeah, because he knew what was going on. All time he was going to get a call is when her car broke down. But he didn't quite get it. Still see women do that to this very day. They put you in those contacts. <laughs> they find out what kind of profession you're in. And that's it. That's the only time they need you. You're in that friend zone for that purpose. It happens. But then again, it's good if she pays you. But if she tries to go and use the salacial slant in order to try to get man, tell her to go get lost. I remember working at one place. I'll never forget it. It was a, uh, was a contract job in IT. And there was an office that we had to work on. We had to actually set up the wiring and the network connections there for them. So we had to pull cable and all of that. Well, 
these women were really highbrow, you know. They had their hairdos, they had everything. Fine women, bodies and everything. And one of the guys that was pulling the cable at the time was down on the floor and he was trying to pull it through the conduit. And he happened to look up and under this woman's desk, nothing was underneath, she was wearing no panties. And so he, you know, elbowed me and said, hey, and I looked, damn. Well, we didn't think nothing of it. We didn't want to be disrespectful. We get on the other side of the building. There was another lady. She was kind of a bit thicker. She didn't have on any either. And back then, a lot of women would wear pantyhose. And there were a few in there with them. A lot of them didn't have anything on underneath. Because in L.A., that was a new thing, going commando. And so we did all that, pulled the cable and all that stuff. And so it was funny. One of the ladies came over and she says, uh, so do you guys do work in residential places? I'm like, no, ma'am, our insurance will not cover that. Well, do you think you guys could come over and maybe hook up our network at the house? And I'm like, no, we can't do any kind of side jobs because that's a violation of our contract. We can only do with the people we contracted out with. She tried so hard. I mean, old girl was whispering in our ear and she was acting like she was crying and she was giving us hugs unnecessarily, un- undeserved hugs. And her supervisor saw what was up. She came from my office and told her, sit your ass back down at your desk. And then we went on to explain to the super what we had done. She appreciated it. And we tested to make sure everything worked. And it did. And as we were leaving, that same lady came up and she says, well, give me your card. Here's my card. Give me a call anytime you need anything. I can help you anything with finance or accounting. I can help you with that. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I get back to the office. We got two messages from her already. One was, I want to thank you for the great job you guys did, et cetera, et cetera. All right, that's cool. Second message. Make sure he calls me, the guy that was there in the blue shirt. Talking about me. I called this lady about a week later. I took my time. She had forgotten all about my ass. And she said, oh, yeah, let me get your number. Okay, gave my number. And she says, you're the computer guy, right? I said, yeah. I'm going to put that in my Rolodex, computer guy. I'm like, mm. I got got. It happens. So just understand that sometimes people just want you in that friend zone for their own personal use. I used to keep my friend zone very small. No more than about four women. Now, I had female friends, 
women that I had dated in the past. And guess what? We built a friendship for the relationship. Many of them I'm still friends with to this day. Some of them will be on this show eventually. I'm working out the specifics with them. And their spouses, boyfriends. Because here's the thing. The friendship endured after the relationship died. We talked to each other, talk about the times we had when we date and had fun. But it's no big thing. It happens. And of course, some women are threatened because, oh, you're still friends with your exes? Yeah, because we had a friendship before we had a relationship. But most women are accustomed to having the relationship and not having the friendship. And they don't get it. It's about the confidence the person exudes by what they have. Some people have it, some people don't. Some people wish they have it, some people will never have it. It depends on the person. We're going to talk more in just a moment. Now, in conclusion, from this friend zone situation, what are some of the things you need to take away from this that will help you? Like I said, you can take the tools and use what you need, throw the other away, I don't care. It's up to you, it's your life, you know it better than I do. So, when we look at the friend zone situation, understand one thing, that person does not define your purpose in regards to a relationship or where you're trying to go in life just because they put you in a friend zone. True enough, it might have been someone you wanted, but they said no, accept no, keep no. Hold them to their commitment of saying no. Next thing, understand when you're being asked what you do for a living, when somebody is not interested in you, they're going to more than likely use you for that particular purpose. Utilitarian relationship. That's what that is. Next thing. Understand that when it comes to men, ladies, we compartmentalize so we can still be your friend and have sex with you and not get emotionally involved. A lot of you are confused about that. We know how to master that. The reason why is because of the way society treats us in general. They treat us as expendables. So we understand that. You can tell by the social programs that are set up for us. You go down to 5th Street in Los Angeles, majority of people you're going to see on the street are going to be males, with a good disproportion of them being black males. That's just the way it goes. Another thing that you have to look at as well with these friend zone situations a lot of times they will pick you out of the friend zones for a friends with benefits relationship. Do not get emotionally involved in a friends with benefits relationship. An FWB is the worst thing you could ever do when it comes down to getting emotionally involved. Keep it with sex, pizza, Netflix, movies on occasion, but don't get serious. Either party, especially the male. Because see, what happens is 
The female, especially if she is the one that initiates the friends with benefits idea, she's screwing you because she knows you well. She's screwing you because she's familiar and comfortable with you and she doesn't feel like screwing a stranger. Now, what she's going to do is venture out in a relationship to find someone new because you know her too well. Because she still has this optimistic view of finding Mr. Right, Prince Charming, or whoever. So just stay grounded with that reality. Now, what's going to happen is this, just as an FYI. She more than likely is going to keep having sex with you until she starts having sex with the other guy. And usually she'll stop just before she starts with the other guy. She may want to get checked out the gynecologist, make sure that she's good down there, make sure everything's good to go, she's not pregnant or whatever, and then she'll start with the other dude. Now, some will double dip where they'll go with you and still be with them. Now, if it's a situation where she had horrible sex with the guy and still likes him, there's a good possibility she's going to look at it from the standpoint of not burning the bridge with you or maybe screwing you and just going on with a generic relationship with him. It depends on the woman. Each of them are different. Each of them have different agendas. Now, also, some of them may choose to do this as well. They may choose to tell you, well, you know, I'm just going to go out with him and see what he's like. In other words, she's saying she's not going to have sex with him. She's still going to have sex with you. And it's going to take a longer time for that situation to develop. See, the thing is, as long as her needs are being met, she can drag that other guy out as long as she wants to. So she can go nine weeks without having sex with him and sleep with you the whole time and yet have him at bay, can't wait to have sex with her. And that's the reason why she's taking her time. A lot of you guys get caught up in that. You know that 90-day rule thing? That's bullshit. A lot of these women will take that 90-day rule and why they got you in the bullpen waiting for 90 days, they're getting their knees met somewhere else. Now, there's some women that are legitimate and stick by it due to religious reasons and so forth. I respect that. But there are others that don't. I experienced one that didn't for sure. We went 120 days. She came back to my doorstep pregnant by another guy. Guy had kicked her out. So be careful and be mindful of that. Always understand that you're dealing with someone's emotions no matter how direct you guys may have communicated with each other. Communication needs consideration in order for it to be effective. Communication alone will not do it. Also, don't be afraid to establish the boundaries for whatever you guys are going to do. If it's going to be just the friends with benefits where it's just going to be sex, both of you need to throw away the expectations of anything developing beyond that. Make the ground rules up front. Set some rules for both of you that you have to abide by. Usually a friends with benefits situation may involve conditions. Oh, you can't come over to my house at a certain hour. 
You can't come over to my house on Saturdays because my new boyfriend will be over there, et cetera, et cetera, or whatever. It's up to you. I personally don't like getting involved with them because usually a lot of those people are confused. And they wind up going all over the place. Another thing, too. The women, for you fellas, the women that are in that friend zone, that are really down. Some of them will lower their boundaries. And be mindful of this now, because that shit can come back to bite you. So take first you want a threesome. And this woman's just hankering to be with you in general. And it may be against her values to be with another woman. She may not be wanting to do that. But she'll do it for you. Trust me. If you guys have a threesome and she had to make that compromise for that, she's going to wave that over your head for the rest of the time you know her. Understand that. Yep, you hit it. You hit both of them at the same time. You think it's cool. Old girl feels as though she may have some equity in you because she's made a sacrifice for you, made some sort of compromise. And therefore, she expects reciprocity. Because what she's trying to do is to consolidate a relationship with you as quickly as possible. You give her the nod and see to some women, and I will just be straight up with you. You can say that it's sex only and that's it. If she's into you and willing to stay in the friend zone as a female for you, trust me, once you give her that tap that she's in the game, she's not going to want to leave the field. Just know that. Now, a couple of things you guys have to watch out for these type of women. They might try to get pregnant deliberately. They want some equity. These women are not desperate because they have all these choices in other men. They chose you. And they'll do shit for you that they won't do for other men. They'll do things with you they wouldn't do with other men. And they're going to be there, but don't play them as a fool. That's the thing. Because their emotions run deep. Because, see, the way they look at it is Any kind of movement from that friend zone is a promotion for them. Just like you ladies know with men. You know, if you grab a guy at a friend zone and you start dating him, start liking him, start spending time with him, you're giving him the nod. But see, most of you ladies are used to dealing with gamma males. These guys that if they get the chance, boy, they're in there. And they're not not disciplined. When you deal with a sigma, or you deal in some cases with an alpha. If you just wanted sex that one night, we'll screw you that one night and never see you again. Because we don't have a need for validation. We understand that everything ends after that one night and that's it. Now, if you come back again, Oh, let's do it one more again. Come back again. You run the chance of being hurt. Because just because he was in that friend zone doesn't necessarily mean that he was thirsty for you. 
because he can still go on to other women, just like you can go on with other men. But here's the thing. If you can't make a decision, we start lowering our expectations for you. But who are guys that you usually see in the friend zone? Go on any Instagram page where the woman has the thread going. And you have all of these men, married, separated, divorced, widowed, all kind of shit. A whole line of men. Look like a damn line coming out of the state of Florida when a hurricane's coming in. All stumbling over each other. All those gamma males stumbling over each other. And don't let a beta and an alpha be in there. Oh, they're going to really try to team up and get his ass. Because everybody's trying to climb on top of each other like they're crabs in a barrel. Now, here's the problem for some women that have the guy in the friend zone and they take him out because maybe they got their heart broken by the alpha male they were going for, the sigma male or whomever. And then they get to a point where they feel kind of low and they're like, well, you know, I know him. He's a good friend. You know, we'll just go. I just want to feel good. I just want to get rid of some tension right now. And you go sleep with him and then all of a sudden the dick is good to you. And that's when you got to slap the bitch out of yourself and say, wait a minute. If I get too involved with him, I might catch feelings for this fool. Dick is good, but I don't want the heart to be good. I don't want the conversation to be good. I don't want the cerebral stimulation to be good. I know him too well. He knows me too well. But again, this is where a lot of you ladies mess up. That friend of yours that you have that's reliable, dependable, not the one that's overdoing it. But the guy that tried and you said, no, I know you too well. That's the guy you more than likely will need to be with. Instead of trying to go for a total stranger, that may just go, open your drawers up and that's it, and he's gone. That's if you want something that lasts. If you just want to go and parade around and have a cavalcade of dicks, help yourself. But it's up to you. You have to decide what level of standards, respects, and boundaries you're going to have. And guys, you got to realize... When a woman puts you in a friend zone, and especially if she does it early, that means that she has no interest in you. And if you're somebody that she's already known for a while and you're trying and she's saying no, that's because you know too much about her activities. Ladies, no matter how fine you are, if you've been with a lot of guys, we don't care about that. That's something that women concern themselves with. We don't give a shit if you've been with 100 guys, 200 guys. What we concern ourselves with is certain guys that you've been with that we may know. Because as men, there's a pecking order. Some men will not fuck a woman after another guy fucked her. 
It could be rivalry. It could be because they don't want to feel like a beta male. It all depends. Now, let me get something straight before I go. Beta males are not at the lowest pecking order like people think. Beta males are underneath an alpha and a sigma. After that, you got the delta male. The delta male, again, is the dependable guy. He's going to more than likely be the three o'clock guy. He's going to always be there. Well, I mean, not the three o'clock guy. He's going to be a guy before the three o'clock guy. He's going to be consistent. He's going to always be there. You could go and date him today, come back five, ten years from now, he's the same dude. He's the stable guy that most women wind up going for when they want financial stability, emotional stability. He's the rock. The alpha male is the guy that women like to go out for and really feel as though they're empowered, that they're really got some self-aggrandizement going on. But there are a couple of things with alpha male. One thing, his reign is short-lived. The next thing is he's always on the defensive. And the reason being, there are a lot of people coming after him. The beta males are going to sit there. They're going to be the friends of the alpha usually. They're going to be waiting for the crumbs to fall off the table. The minute you guys break up, he might try to make a move on you. And he'll be in competition with the gamma male. And the gamma male is the guy that is beneath the delta. He's not self-assured. He's smart, but he's not confident. And he wants to compete with an alpha, but he usually winds up fighting over the woman with the beta. So the Alpha drops the woman, doesn't want her in a relationship no more, and then it will leave it up to the beta and the gamma to clean up to see who gets her after that. Now, the wiser female won't go for either one of those. She'll go down for a delta, for stability. This would be the guy that makes 60000 a year, maybe a cop, maybe a firefighter. That's what she'll wind up with, more than likely. Now, the Omega male, we haven't talked about him. Briefly, an Omega male is the lowest in the pecking order. And by the way, Sigma male's up with the Alpha. They're neck and neck. The only difference is that Sigma male does not need the hierarchy. He does not need to be approved by anyone. He can give a tinker's damn whether you exist or not. The Sigma male is the kind of person that's not going to get broken up if a relationship is over with. Or if you decide to go on to another guy, he's not going to miss a beat. He's going to keep going. He beats everything at his own drum. The Omega male, on the other hand, and you have Omega females, you basically have to lift them up and jumpstart them. They have no ambition, no goals, nothing in their purview. And therefore, for you, 
you will wind up doing most of the work for the alpha, for the omega. It will get to a point where these guys will frustrate you. If you saw the movie with uh, Casino with Sharon Stone and James Wood was her boyfriend, the guy that was strung out on drugs and Sharon Stone did all the work, that's what it would be like to deal with an Omega male for you ladies. So more than likely, most of you won't get this guy unless you're a person that wants absolute control over an individual. Then that guy may be the ideal guy for you. You don't get any pushback. He's a yes, dear guy. Everything you say, everything you meet out to him, he's never going to give you any pushback on anything. But don't expect anything out of him either. It'll just be like you're dealing with a child. It'll be that docile. So, if you put an Omega male in the friend zone, he's never going to, like, try to assert himself in a way of trying to talk to you or be with you. You would have to initiate that. And some of you wind up screwing an Omega male over a Gamma. And even over a Beta. Because you have that control. Absolute control. So, didn't mean to, as my friends say with his made up word, complexicate things. When he came out with that word, I just looked at him like he had lost his damn mind complexicate but that's what we're contending with so as you can see it could be rather complex when you have to think it through but when we're going through the motions of going through all this we do it quicker it's in real time we're not thinking we're just doing we're just going but what I did I set it up at 48 uh, frames per second to slow things down so you can really see what you're dealing with. I thank you good folks for listening. Love your support. Keep up the good work on your end. Strengthening your relationships. Establishing others. And best of luck to all of you. We'll talk more tomorrow. I would like to personally thank you for listening to Romantic Truth. You may follow us on Facebook.com backslash Romantic Truth. You may ask your friends to subscribe to Anchor.fm backslash Romantic Truth. Or you can leave us a message at Anchor.fm backslash Romantic Truth backslash message. You may contact us through email at RomanticTruthPodcast at gmail.com. Take care. Romantic Truth would like to take this opportunity and applaud our listeners and over 40 countries for their support. (laughs) 
If you need someone to talk to in regards to help, you may contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255, available 24 hours. All correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. The views and opinions of this podcast does not reflect those of Romantic Truth, Anchor, Spotify, or any of its affiliates. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host and guests, and should not be deemed as professional guidance, advice, or a professional practice. In the event you may need professional assistance, contact your local federal, state, or county agencies for specific assistance in social services, family counseling, or mental health services. For all medical, legal, and financial services please contact the appropriate licensed and certified professionals within your region. The music that is provided on this podcast that is not provided by Anchor is used under waiver by Jaws and One Music for fair use. Please be advised that the content of this podcast is under copyright by Romantic Truth and James Adams.